Yeah, the cigar thing. And they were thing. supposed to do karaoke afterwards. Yeah. And I asked for it to live and die in LA, and they didn't have it. The Wang Chung, not the uh, Tuvok. And they're like, no. And I was like, oh, that's all I want to say. <laughs> Sorry. You got to look. A lot of stuff is not licensed, especially something uh, like that, which is why they won't have it. There's a lot of music you'd be surprised. And then some people pull licensing later. Interesting. Like I had like all of Billy Joel catalog. He pulled licensing on it oh. last summer. So I don't have any Billy Joel anymore in my catalog. Um, there's some other bands I, that do that every like now and again. Who cares about Wang Chung though? <laughs> like it's Wang Chung. Sometimes like, it's just a matter like of Wang like, Chung, but it's yeah. it could be also could be like if if a company got sold and then got sold. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes it's just harder to get like rights. Why you can't like when you can't find a 35 millimeter print of something and it's Heather's, like which does not exist. It's devastating, right? Seriously, cannot. I've never come across anybody who knows anywhere. None. I don't wow. know. That's weird. It is weird. So that's happens sometimes with random ass songs too. And then yeah. there's random stuff. You're like, how did that get cleared? Like. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the final girl. Terry. Hey, Julia. Let's do a show. Okay. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide. Yeah. And this week we are talking about 1979's Tourist, Tourist Trap. Trap. Title of this episode is Feels Like Flesh. flesh. <laughs> uh, and the, ti- uh, the tagline for this film, every year young people disappear. That's kind of boring. Kind of boring. It's apropos. But it's true, though, and kind of devastating. Yeah. God. Anyway. It is true. It's very uh, dark. So this movie was written uh, by J. Larry Carroll and David Schmuller, who also directed this film, mm-hmm. um, which Stephen King praises in Dance Macabre, where he is kind of doing his film critic-y bit. Ah. Um, this movie rated PG. How? PG. You know what? Different time. Because the rating s- system has changed. It's right. also like so arbitrary sometimes too, because you're like, how did that get through? And yes. it's like, because they're Poltergeist, like, Poltergeist is also PG. Yeah, which like, is what? just not. They didn't have PG-13. Right. Yeah, they no didn't pro- have it till later. Sure. But I, I understand there's no PG-13, but also this movie should be R 100%. Yeah. So you there's know, like PG's pushing it. It really is. Uh, so a little bit of alternate universe casting. Mm-hmm. As Mr. Slauson, we could have had Jack Palance. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. He mm-hmm. want, they wanted an old hard cowboy guy. Yeah. Totally. Uh, looks uh, like he was uh, worn hard and put away west, put away wet. That, do you know that phrase? <laughs> no. I like that, though. <laughs> Sounds really sexy. <laughs> uh, so we open up on a young fellow who is walking with a flat tire. And uh, Yeah, he's adorable. It looks like he's like, oh, got stuck on the side of the road. He's got this cool little fisherman Gilligan kind of look with his little hat and he's got his little canteen. So you're like, oh, he looks like he's going to have have a little, little bit of a walk. Yeah, he's got a while to go. Yeah. And uh, then we meet uh, the girl who is waiting for him by the car, who is already like put together a small oasis for herself. She's got a like, little lean to. Yeah, she's got a lean to. She's got a mirror. She's like checking herself out. She well, she's like doing gum under her chair. You're like, ah, I know who you are. Yeah, she's sunbathing. She's a girl who'll take any opportunity to sunbathe. I love this girl. I've actually done that. Yeah. I've actually done this legitimately 
with a friend, car broke down on the side of the road. And I was like, we were going to the beach and we couldn't mm-hmm. get to the beach. And I was like, well, I'm just going to fucking sunbathe here. And he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, fucking sunbathing, man. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> already so, got my suit on. I'm ready to go. Yeah. So I've done this. I feel that. Making feel that. the most. Um, but luckily her pals drive up and they're like, hey, what's up? You're like, that's pretty good. That's handy. You're friends yeah. with the Jeep. She's like, I should have ridden with you guys. We broke down, tires out. They're like, didn't you bring a spare? She's like, yep. No air though. Yeah. So there are so there spare with no air. Spare with no air. Uh, so then, uh, gentleman with flat tire goes into a gas station, a clearly abandoned gas station. It's like, hello. You're like, no, there's nobody here, man. The people you are here don't want to meet those people. Yeah, but also like it reminded me. I just was rewatching the um, the original Twilight Zone. Okay, and the very first episode is very reminiscent. Like, is it? It's, it's exactly this like almost like shot for shot, like the beginning of like going in and he keeps going in and he keeps going into the like back of the place. Like I was just like, Oh my God, it's literally the first episode of twilight zone and finds a creepy fucking room. Yeah. Uh, with horrible laughing mannequins and like the windows are open and closing by themselves. And like, yeah, the like one thing at a time though, first he's like, okay. Like he's like, he sees a body, thinks it's a real person and it like pops out of the bed and it's like a, a, a rigged mannequin and right. it like laughs at him. And then the window pops up and then like, it just like keeps like a domino. Effect. Yeah. And then like paints, starts coming for him and he mm-hmm. can't get out of the room uh so but it's it's done in kind of a is there some sort of psychic phenomenon going on kind of way because there's nothing in the room yeah it looks so like either like a, it's rigged is it ghost, booby-trapped right mm-hmm. or is it some sort of psychic whatever we don't know uh it seems quite scooby-doo at the beginning super right? scooby-doo you're like oh this is all rigged though old man weathers has figured this out <laughs> He knew how to scare us. Exactly. We know who you are, old man. Exactly. Uh, but he does get impaled with a pole in a pretty good death. Yeah, pipe in the back. And it kind of reminded me of the orb that we had, the sentinel, ah. the sentinel uh, sphere. From Phantasm. From Phantasm that, like, came in, like, blood lets him out. You yeah. know what I mean, though? And, like, just, he, like, oozes out the blood on the side of his body out of this pipe. But you got to get that first good death in in the horror movie, and then we can, like, slow the roll a little bit and go back to uh, this car makes me delighted because you never see this car in film. The VW Thing. Thank you for having a film that features a thing prominently. I love this. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called a thing. Oh, my God. It's great. And they actually do have a a line where he's like, I never had any trouble with this thing before. And he just talks about the thing. I thought that was just about the car, but it really is. It actually is about the thing. Yeah. How Uh, much did VW pay them? We don't know. But if you're going to do a commercial for a car, the VW thing's a cool car. Sweet product placement. Um, So, uh, you know, so they turn into Slauson's Lost Oasis. Yeah, they keep seeing signs like you do when you're on like a road trip and you see like signs and signs and signs and yes. signs for a thing. You're like, it's probably some terrible thing. They're yeah. like, it's a tourist trap. Like yeah, 20 miles up the road, 10 miles up the road. One of those things. Yeah. But, but we've all stopped at them and they're honestly one of the most delightful parts of road trips. If you ask me, especially, I, especially if they're old school and run down, those are my favorite. We love them. I, I do too. I'm just like, what kind of crap do they have in here? If yes. they have a hat that says like Slauson's Lost Oasis would buy it. Yeah. Like hands down. Uh-huh. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, but they miss the sign that says close to the public right before they pull in right because they're in like a, a wave of dust like sweeps over it as they make it make a turn so i have to point out so they find out that the lost oasis is this this pool of water that has this beautiful waterfall coming into it, it looks like a glorious place place to take a dip um one of the girls is like i'm gonna go swimming and then she's like who needs bathing suit but she's wearing a bathing suit <laughs> I'm confused by that. It's it's the 1970s. Is it a leotard? It's and totally not... one of those like leotard, like everyone wore workout wear all of a sudden, like those like lady tops right, that are like not, shiny and like it's not one of the spandex. Ones. It's a spandex top, right? Which is exactly the same as a, as a leotard. I know, and a bathing suit. People don't. 
Because leotards are cloth. I get it. Yeah. You're wearing that, right? You're going to see through. But if yeah. it's that kind of spandex, it is a bathing suit. It's exactly the same thing. I know, but we okay. weren't there yet. But they needed to get some naked ladies in the shot. And as I get that. As soon as possible. So the Please. costume designer did us a mild disservice by putting her in that shiny top. So yeah, yeah maybe if, if just don't have her say that line in that top. Right. Any no of the sense. other girls could have said it yes. too. But we had Molly, who's like our little prude, and she looks right. like. You're like, like, oh, she's the virginal final girl, ain't she? She's got wearing all white. Yes. And she looks like she's she got like. like a school marm from like the 1900s she looked like little house on the prairie yeah. is what i was thinking like she's like nelly little house on the prairie she's got a little hat right that was big in the 70s though right the like laura ingles that 70s back. 80s look hardcore my, my mom made me a dress that looked kind of like that as a kid my mom used to make all my clothes when i was little and i definitely Aww. had stuff like that shout yep. out to laura ingles water yes. but you didn't think you'd get a shout out for that in the torch job <laughs> episode that's why you listen folks <laughs> so as they're skinny dipping as cute girls do uh the owner mr slawson comes up with a gun yeah. and is like hey ladies but it's not mean about it and it's not like get off my property but it's, it's just like real awkward and very intense because like molly obviously the prude is like yeah i'm naked underneath this water not gonna stand up not gonna stand up and he's just talking to them like having a a very normal conversation. But also has that undertone of like a man who has not talked to other humans in quite a while. Yeah, he's very awkward. Where he's trying to seem like he's cool, but you're like, uh, you're fucking creepy as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. But he just warns them that they need to get out of here before dark. Because after dark, there are snakes that infiltrate that water. Water moccasins. Water moccasins. Which is kind of a joke to make them get out of the water, but also not really a joke but also don't be here after dark right um but the, and he also ma- tells them about how the government's built a new highway and anybody who's like out on some old land of their own talking right. about the government having problems we know this is, gives me like, like a, a red flag right there it gives me like a norman bates vibe right where he's Full like on. you know they built this other freeway and now everybody passes by and now no i'm visitors left here anymore. by myself mm-hmm. and like what kind of bananas thing are you gonna get into too many people are in a hurry nowadays yes. and they don't stop for things anymore and um i like that this beginning of him makes me feel like he's a little crazy Ralph where he's like seems like he's like the good guy like giving him mm-hmm. the, the warning but actually mm-hmm. might be a little nefarious mm-hmm. but he does take them back to the lost oasis and tells them about how um, he keeps bringing up this highway right like the finishing the highway it's like mm-hmm. oh my wife died right after they finished the highway and like a lot oh, of this things is changed like, then uh, this is burned into your brain this highway thing isn't mm-hmm. it um and he talks about these mannequins that he has all over the shop, which has this great touristy trap gift shop. Yeah. And place. I love one of the girls, I think it's Becky, who's like, where'd you get all this junk? Like, she's like kind of insulting him at the same time. I'm like, girl, it's awesome. Don't though. be mean to a crazy Ralph, though. Yes. Don't be mean to a crazy Ralph. We love our crazy Ralphs. We know they tell the truth yeah. here uh, on Horror Movie Survival Guide. But the, and I, and this seems... Because they have all these mannequins, which are admittedly creepy, but then they also have these animatronics that are like the really terrible animatronics. I'm so into these animatronics. It reminds me of going to Salem. Oh. In Massachusetts, they have like the like the crucible, like witch trials, whatever, like okay. museum. And they have a show where they have some live action people, real people in it, but they also have like animatronic. Like- and they're always just so subpar aren't they but that's fine and you can hear them clicking that's my favorite part yes um (laughs) um, this actually reminds me of there used to be a place in las vegas called the magic and mystery museum Mm -hmm. that was all ventriloquist dummies and magic and they actually had really incredible magic stuff they like houdini stuff and it was really great but it was so underfunded and so underlit and it was the creepiest museum of all time and i would take people there because it would freak them out i'm already terrified about it yeah (laughs) it was just like darkly lit ventriloquist dummies everywhere you look 
looked. Uh-uh. And I would you, not be okay in there. Then, but at the end, you got out, and there was, like, this arcade from, um, arcade games from, like, the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, a free ventriloquist dummy show, which, for, like, six people, it was <laughs> awesome. And then I came back one time. I went there so many times. And I, I came it. back, and it was turned into, like, just a place where slot machines were. Aww. Like, they'd just taken it out completely. And I was so heartbroken. It was really sad. <laughs> I get it. Yes. We love a good old timey museum. Weird. <laughs> no, Luddite. I am here for it. <laughs> so he talks about how the mannequins were made by his brother and he has this whole story about it. And the girls keep commenting about how they look so lifelike and they feel really real. And some of them look more real than others. And some, they all have kind of different varying degrees of that. But, they, but he likes to, he sets up this one where General Custard like shoots and it sounds like he's shooting a real freaking gun. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I love it. It scares kids and Yankee tourists. Just, just blanks though. Just blanks. Yeah. Uh, but of course, they want to make a phone call to try to get help and see what's going on because their friend with the flat tire has obviously not shown. Yeah, they're looking don't for know Woody. Where, don't know where he is. Uh, but the phone does not work. Oh, we know in a horror movie that's never good. There's no communication out, guys. Yeah. So they are trapped. Phone doesn't work. And then he also says, hey, girls, he takes um, Jerry out to go fix the Jeep. He's like, ladies, don't wander around outside because there's coyotes out there. So don't yes. go outside. And please don't go to that big house. Out in the back because they're like peeking out the window. They're, they're like, like, no, 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 no. That's my brother, Davey. Don't go out there. Like it's, he doesn't like people back there. Uh, but of course. Becky's like, um, uh, I have to know what's going on. Horror movie heroines who like within the first three seconds, you're like, you're dead. So dead. And she's like, there's something funny about that man. Like, um, there's something about that house. He says, don't go. So now I have to go. So Eileen, oh, Eileen, sorry. She yeah. goes wandering on the back of the property. Yes. Goes up to the big house, of course. And then in, in this very kind of psycho, full on psycho, Texas chainsaw mm-hmm. kind of way is like, there, there's these mannequins living in this house. Like this is who he's created he's a populated family. every, right? yeah. All the rooms with mannequins. Uh, and now just like lives in this fantasy world where you're going to talk to, dummies and but like she make hears them clothes and stuff a voice that sounds like woody calling her name yes. so she's like woody he's like eileen eileen and and there's mannequins we can see their eyes are moving mm-hmm, so but she's not paying attention to no, that of course um uh and then uh davy the brother comes in and mm-hmm. he has this incredibly creepy mask which yeah, is, you got a face mask it's a really cool Really cool designed mask, though, because it comes into this very strange place, like over the actor's mouth, that it makes looks it like seem a, like his mouth is. It looks like a ventriloquist. Yeah, it looks like a dummy. Like it's it's really cool, but it kind of turns the human mouth into something like this horrible orifice. It's quite disturbing. It looks like a dark black hole. That's mm-hmm. creepy. Yeah, and really the does. eyes look that way too because you can't see his eyes anymore for, yes. through this mask. Uh, and he ends up garroting her uh, with the scarf that she had she cavalierly had... taken off another mannequin. Yep. Um, and, and he animates that scarf around her neck, and it just chokes her. Yes. So then we come back to uh, where they're like, "Hey, where's our friend Woody that you were fixing our jeep with?" And he's like, yeah. "Jerry, Jerry, mm-hmm. sorry." Um, but he's like, "Oh, they took the truck into town." Just took, you know, like yeah, one he'll of those- be back. He had to go get some gas or something. Made up some story that is complete falderall, right? And like, you know, <laughs> of course, we know this is this is a nineteen seventy nine horror film, so these girls are not hip to the jive. But mm-hmm. also, your hackles should be so far up; they should be like, inc- and they're just very. Molly's yeah, the only all- one who's like. But she's also kind of into it because she's fascinated by like all she's the like stuff. By all the stuff. She's and also she- charmed by him because. Yes. 
because she feels she, empathy she, and sympathy because she's one of those people. She seems really lonely as well. She's mm-hmm. the only single one on this on this whole adventure. The other people are in couples. So she's like the fifth wheel. She totally is a fifth wheel. So she's quite she, wholesome and virginal, which right. makes Mr. Slauson attracted and drawn to her, and he's treating her very special. Yeah. So they have they have a connection right away. And in the meantime, while he this the, the, the he'd been like they had been like whatever had happened in the house with Eileen, um, the girls had been looking at this beautiful woman in this white like diaphanous like robe kind of thing and she's got a special little place in the museum she seemed kind of out of place because she's not old-timey western Mm -mm. she's just a beautiful woman in like a white robe thing but it's like the only one that's actually well lit and like well taken care of she has a feature basically Mm -hmm. like little lights and music come on when you turn on like a little thing a switch next to her but the girls are kind of exploring it and they touch the face and they're like (gasps) it actually feels like flesh like feels like flesh like to them warm and like, like alive like mm-hmm. uh, but then they also find a photo album where they found a picture of mr slauson's wife who mm-hmm. looks exactly like said mannequin yep uh and they said you say she's very she was very beautiful and he says she still is mm-hmm. like, and he talked mm-hmm. about how mm-hmm, kind of creepy and how his wife wanted to build a nice hotel by the spring but she had cancer and and that that's what killed her and she died really young in his arms and like he tells a story and like Molly is definitely charmed by this story though sure, of like a it, wife dying. She's like, oh, you can see in her eyes a little bit like maybe I'm second wife, you know? Yeah, she's got, she's falling for a little bit. But then mm-hmm. there's also those things of like someone who's so awkward and hasn't talked to anybody in so long that he's going to tell you the most personal thing about him right off the bat. And you're like, you're already a little creepy. And now we can also tell you're a little bit broken and like this all of these things and like also where's Eileen where's yeah. where's Jerry we don't know yeah They've kind of wandered you're off you're not supposed to do that you're not supposed to wander off and you're not supposed to like this is all you know there's this a lot is, of rules but they're breaking Wes this is why you listen to this podcast is that oh, you no. know the things not to do don't split up yeah don't when a guy when when the first thing you say about that guy is there's something funny about him and you're like locked in a room with him don't be in that room because that instinct any and look at like in real life look at scientific studies that will tell you the first instinct you have about a person almost right 99% of the time yeah 90% of the time totally right if you think that person's creepy immediately Mm -hmm. they're fucking creepy Mm -hmm. like your body knows even if you don't know Mm -hmm. on Uh, some level of course yeah but but mm -hmm. this horror movies are all about ignoring that fucking instinct and just going forward right anyway so Slauson goes out to find Eileen and is like please don't split up yeah please don't leave here what are we going to do? Immediately split up and leave mm-hmm. here. Because um, Molly starts to go out and then is like, eh, you know what? Maybe not. Yeah, Maybe so, I'm just going to stay. So she stays back and he's wondering, looking like, and he's asking for Davy. Davy. So he's asking for his brother. Uh, so Becky goes plowing into this house and uh, meets Davy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in this kind of artistic sequence of being smothered in mannequin parts to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's it's pretty cool. Of- Kind of what it is, but she fights back a little bit. She's able to whack mm-hmm. Davy in the head with a mannequin arm, which is a pretty good weapon. I have right? to say, those things are heavy. And she hears Eileen's laugh too, which kind of pulls her forward as well. And like, it, it, and then she's so we have this little hint here, right? Yeah. Like at first, we saw we've heard people's voices that are not like a ventriloquist dummy, yeah. Perhaps throwing your voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, would he have heard those people's voices though? Only in screaming, I would think. Like how do you imitate somebody's voice that you that haven't you don't heard? Know. There's something about how he's able to anim- like reanimate these things, these people. I think so. There's also some that sort of like psychically or save their vocal cords and like get that same essence mm-hmm. as he reanimates them. Mm-hmm. I think is maybe part of his like magic or something that whatever he's doing out here. So then takes them down to the cement basement that you never ever 
ever want to be taken down to. So there's Eileen now and Becky, and we see Jerry is also down there. Well, the, I thought that the girl on the table was just, is it Eileen? I thought it was just like a random girl. I thought it was Eileen. I don't know. We'll, we'll say it's Eileen. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Eileen. Uh, I thought it was a girl that he had captured earlier and it was just like, had been there for a while. Some other it random was like, girl. I'm going to tell you the, tell you what's going on yeah. and that we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the kind of absurdity of Davy though, that he has, comes down with like tuxedo and is like, we're going to have a party. And he brings drinks. Like yeah. he wants to hang out with some people. But he is alone. It, but it's this kind of like, I mean, he, he's obviously more well-spoken than Leatherface, but like having this kind of Leatherface detachment from humanity where yeah. these people aren't even people. And like, oh, now we're having a mannequin party and you're just mannequins to me. I'm going to kill there you There is all. like, it's like a little girl playing with her like little dolls, yeah. you know? And he's like this little like person, like he's like obviously arrested development situation he's got going on here. Of course. Um, yeah, he tried, does try to give them drinks. And they're like, no, we don't want your drinks, like, dude. Ooh. Like, we are not trying to party with you. He's like, that's okay. You will in a moment. And he's like, I brought you visitors and stuff. And he's like very excited about sharing everything. So he... Um, this is a very creative death sequence. I got to tell brilliant. you. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting like a plaster of Paris t- to death. Yeah. So he gets this girl and he straps like her face down to like the table. And you can see around him other basement, like he's done death masks. Of All these molds. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so he's taking a mold of your face as you're dying. Yeah. And suffocating to you, suffocating to you with this plaster, but um, actually says that you won't suffocate, that your heart will actually die of fright before that Before happens. it all happens. So you see this happen to her as he like, and he like explains what he's doing. He's like, okay, I'm putting this on your face, putting this over your mouth. Mm-hmm. This is part where you're going to freak out. But the worst part is when I put it over your nose, yeah. and she just done. And if you've ever had a uh, paper mache on you at any point, you'll know that it, how fast it stiffens and how you would truly be trapped and there'd be no way to get out. Yep. You'd just be uh so yeah creative so jerry and becky get to watch this happen watch their friend die on the on the slab now you are one of us Mm -hmm. uh but but jerry uh has been biting his ropes the whole time Mm -hmm. because his ropes of course been poorly put right in front of his freaking face come on davy (laughs) what are you doing you might be like mentally unstable and not able to make good decisions or something Uh, or whatever but yeah bad choice uh but then there's this kind of tussle between davy and jerry and um he throws throws him against the wall in a and he's strong. He's a big, strong man. He, he lifts him, him up, up by, by his, his neck. neck. Yeah. And pushes him against the wall and just like basically like as, 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 asphyxiates him. Uh, and he says that he has to wear masks because his brother thinks he's too handsome. And like, that's the reason he has to wear the mask. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Okay. Twisted family life. We got going on here into it. Um, and then uh, we have Molly. Who's, oh, and he also uh, talks about his powers. Oh, yes. Too. And he's like, yeah, I have, ma- I can do magic and I have powers because he plays like a little trick on them with some of like this key game or whatever, um, a little keep away. And he says he can't, he, he can control them. He's like insists that he can control them, but he's like, but it scares my brother and it, that I, he thinks I can't control it. So we've gotten completely different li- because earlier a Slauson said his brother had like become successful, moved to the city and wasn't there anymore. Wasn't there anymore. But then you're like, okay, but then no, he's actually down here and has and been gone controlled for, for mm-hmm. his brother. Like it's all very confusing. We don't know who's telling the truth. Um, and then uh, we get our Molly starting to get chased um, yeah. with gentlemen with a uh, head. Cause she goes back to go find her friends because she'd gone back to the museum to wait. But then she's like, wait, my friends are still not back. I'm a little nervous. So she'd run back out and she hears her name being whispered out through the woods. <laughs> Again, so now we've heard all of their names kind of pulling them in yeah. as he does this like but magic of trick. Of course, if you're miss, if you're looking for your friend, and then you hear your friend 
calling your name, of course you would go there. Right. Like, you know, as I don't think any, you know, this, this podcast is all about survival, but I don't think there's any way that you would not do that. Yeah. It's really hard. You would, you know, because you would, in what universe is there somebody who's going to throw their voice to sound exactly like your friend to lure you into the woods? That doesn't compute. In the tourist trap universe. Mm-hmm. That's where this happens. Um, and so, so there's a man running after her and he's holding a severed head. Yes. And the severed head happens to have that Gilligan's cap that we saw from the beginning oh, of the movie. Poor Woody. From Woody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, but Slauson, just at the right moment, shows up um, and is, takes her back to the house. Because she ended up down by that water again, by yes. the oasis. And there was like a water moccasin that like kind of went by her snake so and stuff. So there actually night. were water moccasins yeah. in the water. Yep. And so he are gets s- her and, and he gets Are this- snakes nocturnal? I believe so. But you see like snakes out in the desert in the daytime all the time. I think time. it depends on the type of snake. Okay. Um, there's certain ones that are more by water, some by land, Moving all that kind of good stuff. Forward. Uh, takes her Science. back to uh, the house. Yeah, he puts her in the truck first and she's like, hey, we should probably call the police. Um, like, my friends are like, something's wrong. Like, Woody's dead. Like, that's not good. Like, I, he, there's a man chasing me with the severed head. Yeah, this is not good. And he's like, no, I, I she's like, I, I won't go back in there. And he's like, no, we're going. So I want to find my brother first and make sure he's okay mm-hmm. before we get the police. Uh, but he, he gives Molly his gun to, to placate her fears. She won't go inside the house, but she'll stand outside shaking her little, little leg, shake, 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 shake it. And mm-hmm. she holds a big ass shotgun. Um, uh, and of course, Davy comes for her right around the truck. And there's this kind of truck around the truck battle uh, where she shoots Literal him. Scooby-Doo, I said. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there's a like, guy with a mask. Yeah, because he's like, hang on, I'll be right back. <laughs> and then he's back, you know, 30 seconds later as mm-hmm. gentleman in mask. Um, so she shoots him uh, twice. Uh, but, and that's what I wrote on. He's definitely the same person. <laughs> yeah. Because he's right there and just gave you a gun clearly filled with blanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we know it's it's Lawson. She takes off the mask and it's Lawson. Yep. And she had tried to shoot him and, and it did not work. And so she runs back down into the water. He's there to drown her. Mm-hmm. Like He's just like been hiding under the water. So, but we assume now this was the part that made me assume like he's got to be psychic somehow. How does oh, yeah. he know where she going to be? Like she could run anywhere on his property. He was like, ah, she's going to be here and I'm going to mm-hmm. hide under the water this exact second. Or he was can- quiet enough to get around behind her while she like got in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we, uh, find Jerry and Becky. It looks like they're yeah, getting Jerry's out. Like sawing his way out of the thing. Yep. Cause they find, they found like a little file of some sort and they get out. Um, but then we cut to, this is a soup dinner he's having. Like mm-hmm. this is so, this is one of those very Norman Bates moments right. where like you see Sloss and you know, you know, it's him now. Um, and he sets down to have like dinner with like his brother, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Um, and it's definitely a mannequin and he's trying to like feed the mannequin soup. And it's just, obviously the mannequin's not eating anything, right. but it's like, as like water falls out of the like mannequin's mouth and he tries to give it crackers and then the, the mannequin's head falls off. I think that this is one of the other films that you could kind of chalk up to the Ed Gein inspired Oh yeah, thing because right because oh you, yeah if you if you if you say Texas Chainsaw Massacre is inspired like this is also you got to get that kind of I'm gonna, I'm so crazy I have these human skeletons and or mannequins to talk to in lieu combination of. of them and combination yeah instead of real people um, but then we have Molly who is uh, trapped now in bed and there's a strange woman yeah in the room with her. And comes and like tries to take care of her, and she's like, "Will you take me home now, please?" And I'm like, "No, oh, so no. sorry, Molly. I don't think this is where you get to go home." No. And then we cut to um, Slauson like playing with baby dolls now. Mm-hmm. Like he's sitting in like a room with like what looks like maybe were his grandparents or his parents or something that he's made, and um, he's playing with the dolls like he's a little kid. 
full arrested development because he kept talking about how handsome he was when he was little. Right. And so you see that's the mask it looks like he has on now with the blonde wig, like right. a little like he was a little boy again. Uh it's just interesting didn't these you know, you have a film where like obviously this character has like this multiple personality disorder, but he can kind of snap in and out at will. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's really something that you can really do, but just be like, now I'm going to be Davy. Now I'm going to be this person. I think that's part of his like his schizophrenia or yeah. whatever it is of some sort, his, how it presents itself. It's like he has masks to actually switch into yeah. when he feels like he needs to be this other person. That's true. That's- and that kind of snaps him to it and keeps him on course. But he also gets distracted because Jerry and Becky are escaping. And so he feels like he senses something moving in the hallway and it's Jerry and Becky trying to make their way break out of it. And Becky, we get shot Becky running through the woods. Um, and then, uh, but Slauson comes and is taking her back. She hears Woody's voice again. He yeah. does the thing with Woody's voice and she's like, Oh my God. And then, um, yeah. Uh, so then it goes back to the, Oasis the museum yeah. where the, now the animatronics are not shooting with blanks anymore and are just trying to shoot her and they go try to get her. And like, you see like the, the custard battle, custard battle. And like, and it's, I do like these old animatronics. I really do. They're pretty great. And so one of them, the like Indian animatronic, like throws tomahawks back of the neck. Yeah. gets her in the back of the neck as she's trying to run away. Yeah. That's a bad, that's a bad place to be. Yeah. Um, and then. Slauson goes back to get Molly and like makes her sleep underneath the mannequin of his wife. So there's, we have this kind of transference thing. Yeah. And he's like, you remind me of her. And then he ultimately puts his wife's face on her, her face. face. Yeah. And he wants her to say, tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Yeah. This is where I wrote F-U-C-T. This is where she looks like she got fucked. It's terrible. Well, yeah, it's terrible <laughs> because I'm, I'm going to rape you while you're wearing my, my wife's face face is pretty bad yep it's pretty fucking bad it's deep pg uh, kids PG. <laughs> this is where we're like how is this pg again yep so he put his dead wife face and tries to like make out with her and get but with her and get on the, top of her we learn the truth about uh, what really happened to slawson's wife is that he killed her uh and his he brother. confesses it yeah because they were whoring behind my back in my own house and they were whoring and it's legal to kill them both because they were whoring and uh didn't like, want to kill him but couldn't control himself yep. so you're like oh Ooh, then all of a sudden we get Jerry back in the room. To the rescue. Looks like he's coming back to the rescue. I'm like, what's Slauson going to do? And Molly's like, okay, I have somebody here. She just says, kill him, Jerry. Yeah. Kill him. And he won't, he is like frozen. He won't do it. Yes. I think it's one of those things as well. Like in this situation, you'd have to, I don't know. I feel like if you, if, if I was in the situation, you came in, you were like, kill him right now. I would do it. Yeah. If I would, you were my friend and I would trust that you'd been in yeah. the situation that you need me to do it You're right like, hell now. yeah, let's do it. I understand you're killing a person, but also, um, but then also, uh, maybe he's a mannequin too. Not sure. But all of a sudden, yep, he is. He, yes. That's why he couldn't kill because he's actually one of Slauson's like things now and part of the mannequin menagerie and he pulls off his arm and it's like, it, you realize it's actually a mannequin arm that mm-hmm. had come in because she thought she had a savior. I think he was testing her with this to see what she would do. And she failed because <laughs> she didn't want to love him and right. be with him but but he's offering her eternal life and he has this like weird dance with the death moment where he's like holding um his his old wife and dancing with the mannequin of his old wife and so molly finds the axe that was in jerry's hand and actually grabs the axe she's like i yeah. gotta do this shit myself i guess and comes and she throws it in freaking slauson's neck yeah it's pretty good you're like finally molly please 
do this. He's begging you because he's so fucked up, this guy. He's um, like, please kill me. But this is a great example because I don't think anything delights me more in a horror movie where you have the end game twang, right? Yep. And this is her just screaming. And then we see her driving away with her friends now in like mannequin death form. But she's got this insane grin on her face. And she drives away she's like, in I the made thing. It. In I the made, Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> but you can see it. And she's like, I made it. We got out okay. All of us are just fine. And you're like, no. No, girl, your friends are all mannequins now. Uh, I like the ending though. That's kind of great. Then I'm like mannequin too. Just kidding. Um, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Is Andrew McCarthy involved? Because if so, he I'm is. in. Super in. <laughs> Beautiful. So hot. Uh, this movie was fun. I like it, the idea of taking a horror movie and putting it in a tourist trap, which is something that everybody has been in. And now you go to those rundown ones. You're like, oh, what if somebody crazy was running this place? Because they're out in the middle of nowhere. So I kind of see why it might yep. happen. Definitely was driving through like Central California last week, like, and I was like, not gonna stop there. No, <laughs> I always I feel that way about Baker. Do you ever drive through Baker? Oh, all the time on the way to Las Vegas. She's yeah, like, who fucking lives in Baker, man? There's nothing. There's a few thousand people apparently, according to like the like the little census thing and the sign by the city. I know. But who knows? We love you, Baker, California. Right on. Any listeners out there? We love you <laughs> if you're listening out there. But damn, tell us how you, how you do it. Yes. And is there some crazy mannequin guy out there? Um, so we in this movie how you survive tourist trap, I think is, uh, trust your instincts, right? This is, and I think this is one of the basic final girl rules that we kind of gloss over, Mm -hmm. but I think it's really important to just be like, trust your instincts. Number one, because they're going to tell you if a guy's acting funny, he's probably pretty fucking funny. Yep. And uh, if you're in the middle of nowhere, ain't no good. Ain't no good. And if it doesn't look like anybody's at the gas station, just don't go in further. No. You might want to go down further down the road. Uh, It might take you a little while, but you'll get there. Yep. All right. Horror Movies Five a Guide Tips. Yes. Take us to some gore factor, Terry oh, Gamble. Yes, definitely. Number one, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, bathtub of blood. Five, run for the barf bag. We gave this film a four, mostly for a face on a face. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of creepy, and there's a lot of like flesh faces and uh, some stabby things and some tomahawks. Tomahawks in, mm-hmm. uh, in in the in back backs. of neck and yep. that knots no good. In shoulders. Uh, mm-hmm. So movie ratings, zero to five chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastagorical. I give this movie a three. I also give this film a three. Three, seen worse, seen better. Yeah. Uh, I give them a for effort as always. Uh, but I didn't really care for any of the characters very much. They're all kind of interchangeable. I don't really remember their names. I didn't feel I know. I can use Becky and Eileen for, for the first half of this podcast. Yeah. And uh, Molly, as a final girl, a little lackluster, to be honest. I, You know, she comes through in the end and I she's, like her insanity, but... She's definitely a good reluctant hero. We love a reluctant lady sometimes. And like also, I just, I like her switch over, but I, I, I definitely wanted more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next film we are tr- doing, uh, we'll be continuing in our 1979 theme. Best year ever. The year and month of our birth. Uh, we will be what, talking about the 1979 version of Dracula. Dracula. I mean, you got Frank Langella. Ugh, Lawrence, Donald Pleasance. Lawrence Olivier. Lawrence Olivier. How can you go wrong, Ugh. folks? Uh, dream boats. Oh, a dr- Donald Pleasance. What a All of them. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love to talk to you about these movies. So please do message us on all of our social media. We'd love to talk to you. We will answer any question you have. Almost. Pretty much. <laughs> I added a pretty much. Yeah. Was a pretty I was much. like, there's definitely a couple that were like, no, no, no. 
But they're like, you know, 3% of questions. I'll answer pretty Like less than that. Yeah. We love, we love most of your questions. Uh, Keep them coming. Thank you for supporting uh, us. Uh, if you would like to monetarily support us, we do have a Patreon. Um, but we just love to hear from you in any way. Yeah. So we will see you next week for some Dracula. I want to suck your blood. Okay. <laughs> 